What's up, everybody? This is Jeffrey Lyles. You're listening to Lyles Movie Files. Uh, Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con is just started preview night. There's already a slew of stuff I have on my list that I want to buy. And we're getting all kinds of cool tidbits right away from movies, TVs, film, etc. So joining me today, we're not going to talk about Comic-Con because we're not there. But we're going to talk about a lot of everything else. And we're going to start things off right now. Javon King, what's shaking on your end? Man, the world is beautiful. Um, regardless of what's happening out here, you got to maintain. So, everybody, welcome to another podcast. Everybody, good to see y'all, good to hear y'all. Let's go. Let's get it. All right. Chief, what's up with you, man? Everything's good. Uh, I can't complain. Uh, shout out to uh, our listeners and uh uh, good, you know, what's up to the fellas uh, who, uh, who I do this amazing podcast with? All right, man. Gunner, what's up on you on your end? Hey, I'm good to go, man. I feel like I feel like the crew's in rare form today. Uh, we're going to have a good show. It is a rock. Chase, what's up? Take us home. What's going on, bro? What's going on, guys? Enjoying looking at the... Uh... Comic-Con content on Wow's Movie File, so I'm good. Yeah, man, I got started on it quick, so looking forward to it. There's a lot of stuff I want to talk about, so let's just get going right away. Uh, First off, I want to talk about the movie that I did check out. I was going to see Unfriended, but due to scheduling difficulties, I'm going to miss that one. But I did catch Equalizer 2. This is Denzel Washington and Antoine Fuqua's first sequel. Uh, Denzel is dismissing it, saying, ah, you know, it's not a big deal. I've only really been offered two sequels, Safe House, uh, but it didn't make any sense because my character wasn't going to be around for a sequel. And um, what was the other one? Man, what was the other sequel? Oh, Inside Man. And he was like, that didn't work out. So he's back in Equalizer 2. I'm not going to spoil my thoughts on the film, but did you guys enjoy the first one? And are you indeed looking forward to seeing the sequel when it drops in theaters on, on Friday? Go ahead, let's start yeah. with you. <laughs> yeah, what's that? What? yeah, yeah, I am, definitely. I mean, the first one was fire. I was like, oh, it's cool. And then he wiped out the rest of me. like, hold on, the movie's not over yet. Let me just go to Russia and just wipe off the whole the king pen and be done with it. So I'm like, cool. I'm hoping they don't pull a Taken 3 on the second one. Hell, I was okay with Taken 2, but I still don't want them to do a Taken 2. I want them to be like a good equalizer movie again. So I'm hoping that it's not a not a Taken 3 situation, especially. Um, yeah, Denzel doesn't do sequels like that, right? So I can't think of one, right? Am I wrong about that? Nope, this is his first one. That's crazy. I mean, he's usually one and done, and that's all he needs to do. Like, I couldn't mm-hmm. imagine an Inside Man sequel, Fallen sequel. You know what I mean? Uh, you know what I mean? All that. I just, I couldn't. You know, Man on Fire sequel. What? <laughs> you know what I mean? I couldn't, I couldn't imagine. <laughs> Mo better blues too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's one of those deals where he just he's done films that didn't really need sequels, um. Right. Looking at his filmography, there weren't a lot of obvious ones, and it's more of the films that he started doing later, like Two Guns, which I didn't like, but that was one of the films that led it that could have led itself to a sequel. Um, right. Magnificent Seven is another one that 
could have I would have actually been down for a sequel to that. I, I really enjoyed that mm-hmm. one. But he doesn't do a lot of films that set themselves up for that. I right. will say Cry this. For freedom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you can't really Flight. Yeah, Flight. Or Malcolm X, right? Yeah. Right. He got game. Don't work too well. I will say this, Gunner, to your point, um, without spoiling too much, and and those of you all who have seen this will get my analogy. This is the raid to to the Equalizer. Oh. Oh. All right. Okay. Okay. Just FYI Man. for listeners, yeah, most of us, have, I'm positive, I'm just going to go on shot in the dark. Everyone on this podcast has the box set of The Raid. It's only two of them, right? So <laughs> the box set of The Raid on there, shelf <laughs> or digitally downloaded somewhere. So, yeah, but that's a, <laughs> a ringing endorsement to me. It's a ringing endorsement to me. Yes, I'm curious to hear what you guys think about it. Uh, Chief, you looking forward to this one? Uh, yeah, actually, I, I did like the last Equalizer. It was good. Um, so, um, and you know, until they said it, I, I guess I never thought about it. I mean, who sits down and thinks about if Denzel did a sequel? I never didn't realize he hadn't done a uh, a sequel before this time. But uh, yeah, uh, I enjoyed good shoot 'em up. You know what I mean? Um, so if if, uh, if it's just as good as the first one. Count me in. Good deal. All right, let's let's move on to the next thing because I think everybody's going to be excited about Equalizer Two. So, Rock Dwayne Johnson, while he's been promoting Skyscraper, and you sent me a little something, Javon, about that earlier. But uh, Dwayne Johnson was asked about this beef with Tyrese and the whole drama with the Fast and Furious franchise. And um, The Rock was just like, hey, man, I'm good on Tyrese. He he basically went, who in the blue heck is Tyrese Gibson? Uh, So during this interview on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, he said, uh, that whole thing with Tyrese, it was pretty disappointing because I had been friends with Tyrese for a very long time. I always feel like a beef requires two people to actually jump in it. And it was pretty one-sided. And he didn't voice his opinion a lot on social media. Apparently, he was going through some stuff, too, in his personal life. But no, we haven't talked, and I don't see where we would. And to me, there's no need to have a conversation. Javon. What what do you t- what do you take on that man? I mean, he just completely took a broom and dismissed Tyrese like he was some dust that he had brought he in should've. from walking on the on the on the desert. As he should have, as he should have, because I'm gonna tell you why. It's just like anything, Jeff. If you have some like low level uh, uh, guy trying to do what it is you do, tell you how to do what you do. And even if y'all were on a contribution contribution effort where it was like, let's say, a weekly thing y'all did as movie critics, right? And he was mm-hmm. trying to throw shade at you because you came in and made the project or gave the project new life that it needs. Mm-hmm. Would you even listen to what he has to say? No. Because for what it's, what it's worth, they can make nine more Fast and the Furious movies without Tyrese Gibson. You might be remiss if you deleted the rock from this shit, this franchise now, because 
only what three movies he's had what three uh fast and the furious under his belt right mm-hmm. yeah he's a part of the franchise now because paul no Walker's no, no 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 it's not three is it? it's five six seven and eight yeah so he's done four so he's, he, done he's four. real part of the franchise He's a part of the franchise, more so, and I'm, I'm, I'm sort of what the first two that he was in, he got as much, if not more, screen time than Tyrese, and not for nothing, mm-hmm. nobody is paying money to go see Tyrese movies. I don't know what the last movie that he was featured in outside of Fast and the Furious. What was it? Four Baby Brothers Boy? with uh. <laughs> uh <you had> to <laughs> it was Four Brothers, wasn't it? Well, uh, Mark yeah. And yeah, right. Was that before so, Baby Boy or after? That was after, right? That was after. That was after. Yeah, that was that so was a while like, ago. That was a minute. That was that was more than ten years. Now it's got to be like fourteen years at least. I think that at made least. my giveaway pile when I moved back to DC. Or, 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 <laughs> oh, oh, that's in, oh, oh, oh <laughs> God, that's in the, that's in the Walmart four dollar bin. That's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you might get a uh, you might get a box of cereal that costs more than that DVD right now. Um, yeah, yeah, he he don't got a leg to stand on with that, in my opinion, because The Rock is bankable Hollywood money. He 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 puts out a bad movie what every three months or so it feels like, and yet people go see him. They still recoup budget, and even though like right now, what's it? Skyscraper Die Hard with one arm, even one though that's. A, one leg, even though that's a dud, people are going to go see it. People have gone to go see it. It may not do big numbers, but people are going to see it. That's the difference maker. So Tyrese kind of need to fall in line. And, hey, you, you're not even Kyrie Irving in this situation. He's LeBron and you're <laughs> J.R. Smith. You you really need to fall back, fall in line. I don't know, man. J.R. Smith can have some big games there. Who is but he? you ain't building no team around no J.R. Right. Man. <laughs> I think yeah, yeah. I think that might be an overshoot of Tyrese because if you, I mean, Tyrese was what the second movie dude, like yeah. three, but you know, second movie and then they brought him back for five, six, yep, seven, eight. That's right? they brought him back. Yep. So it sounds like somebody needs a job and shut the f up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been saying this since the whole first, you know, video, whatever he did, fine, whatever he did. You know what I mean? I'm like. Something like somebody need to, I mean, make a new album or something, something, man. Because that's not make. When's the last album he had? Like, for real. I don't know. Man. I mean, like, yeah, he just he was working to. at Howard Cafeteria the last album that I had. So come on, man. Now I will say this: the last album he had was that throwback uh, project he did with Shame. Uh, I'm ashamed of me. We was basically ripping off Teddy Pendergrass, but it was hot though. That was like two years ago, but he was oh, still. Oh yeah, I do remember that. It wasn't. That I think the black, time. the Rock called it black dog shit, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Why won't somebody help me? Oh my god! <laughs> Listen, if they killed off him and not Han, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No one would have. No one would have cared. No one cared. <laughs> hey, I, I miss Han. You know who's like playing their role to the T in this? Luda. I ain't taking no side. Thank you. Luda. Hey, yeah, Luda Luda word one. Luda. Luda. Like, look, yeah. I ain't got to put out albums if I'm just in these movies. Right. Like, I'm good. <laughs> All right. So that that's everything on that because I just found it ridiculous. So para, Paralympian actress Katie Sullivan chides Dwayne Johnson for playing amputee in Skyscraper. 
And this one I think is pretty interesting because I get lots, lots of press releases and all kinds of random announcements from different groups, right? One of them is a group that really pays attention to the lack of, um, I don't think that they refer to themselves as disabled. Um, I don't know what the PC word is for it. Forgive me for screwing it up. Um, but anyway, they, they make sure to say, hey, uh, there's not enough roles, not enough uh, spots in there in movies where it really doesn't matter that they could include a disabled actor or actress, or whatever, in these films. So we've got a case here where we've got a, an actual amputee who's like, hey, this is jacked up that you're taking a spot that could have gone to somebody like me, Rock. What are you doing? And this kind of brings up that whole controversy with Scarlett Johansson where uh, transgender performers were like, hey, what are you doing? You can't take this role. This is ours. We don't get a lot of opportunities, so how are you going to steal the spot now? My whole thing, and I'm going to hear from one of y'all, you know, some of y'all on this, Dwayne Johnson was going to star in Skyscraper regardless. So... He could have been an able-bodied, two-legged dude or, you know, whatever. So he was going to be in that movie. But I thought that what, probably the most intriguing aspect of the entire film was that he wasn't playing the normal Superman. He was playing an amputee who was still a Superman. And that was a lot more interesting than Dwayne Johnson being the rock in another, in like the 50th action film he's done. So, uh, Chief, what do you think about this, man? Ah, man. Uh, I don't even know, man. (laughs) I Dwayne Johnson, man. Now, this this is uh, off the the the. the, It's. You're leaving, you're basically taking away the actors. I mean, they're actors. They're supposed to play people who fit the story of whatever story they're trying to tell in a movie. And and we we touched on this last week when I I was saying, you know, uh, eventually you're, you're, I mean, what do you, every time somebody comes up for a role, if they're not that person, in real life, does that mean they can't play the role anymore? Does, does that mean that there's going to be somebody to to protest it? Um, so now you have to be an amputee to play an amputee. Um, if you're doing a movie and you're an astronaut in a movie, you if you're not an astronaut, you know uh, you you need to have uh, you need to be an astronaut. If you don't have uh, Lou Gehrig's disease or multiple sclerosis or hell even cancer. You can't play a person who has any of these problems, um, you know. Uh, it, 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 it just it's, it's too much of a book of worms that they're opening up. I think we've gotten into this uh, sensitive zone where people are complaining too much about everything, everything. Um, you know, you you can't do this anymore. You can't do that anymore, and it's just rolling over into different things now. Everybody, social media gives everybody a platform to say something, and some people should just shut the hell up. 
Like not everybody's comments uh, are, are wanted, needed, should be. You know what I mean? The minute somebody, you know, you you tweet some bull, and somebody says, "Oh yeah, that that should be," and then the next thing you know, they're tweeting. Next thing you know, you got this big uh, blow up about nothing. I, you know, so you know, I mean, who do do any of you know an actor? Or actress who is very popular who only has one leg? No, no. Can't say that I do. Yeah, so I, I don't, I don't know. Um, you know, I, so what are we, what are we complaining about? Um, you know, if you want to play a gay man, you have to be gay. I mean, so then, for example, like we were talking about Neil Patrick Harris last week in last week's podcast. So he couldn't play straight man, for real, for real. I love Neil Patrick Harris in the uh, the uh, what's the movie with uh they go to Guantanamo, but they go to White Castles. Harold and Kumar. Uh, Harold and Kumar. Yeah, there it is. Uh, I think Neil Patrick Harris is hilarious in those movies. You know what I mean? But should he not have played him because he's gay? That doesn't make any sense. You're actors. You're supposed to play people you're not. Or, or or what have you. Um, like I said, he's just gotten out of control. You know, um, pretty soon, you know, you can't play a mechanic unless you know about cars. It's just going to get crazy. It's going to get crazy after a while, you know. Um, you know, they're going to want the actors to do their own stunts. You, and you, you find out your favorite actors died. You know what I mean? Except for Tom Cruise. Um, right, right. You know what I mean? But it's... It's too much now. These, uh, they, what are you going to do, man? I mean, why? Like I said, man, social media is just giving a platform for anybody to say anything and people to jump along with it, man. And like I said, uh, everything isn't for debates about everything. It just isn't. So they, if it just comes to a point in time, man, where uh, – you're just gonna lose out on good parts, good movies, because people are gonna be complaining. I don't, I, you know, I didn't see why Scarlett Johansson couldn't play the the part that they asked her to play. I, you know, they they made so much of a fuss about it. But here's the thing: now you have a movie, you're looking for star power. You take your star out of it, you know, and and. To a degree, I think people want to see, you know, people, Scarlett Johansson has a following to uh, a trans person who doesn't have a following. You know what I mean? Was it like, it's, you got Laverne Cox, like, is that her name from, uh, I, I don't even know if I said or, her name from. Or from um, yeah, you got it. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's like, to me, right off the top of my head, that's probably the only trans, I, I guess, actress um, that you that I that I know of. You know what I mean, off the top of my head. So, if it's not a part for her, then you bring in someone else that nobody's unfamiliar with, and you're saying that all of the is LGBTQT community. I don't know. I don't even know. That community, all those people are going to come out and support that part. Like, is that where all the, you know what I mean? All, all of you guys are going to go see the movie and support it? Because 
if you're talking about the reason why stars get paid the millions they do and the things they do, because people want to come see the movie that they're in. Oh, you heard about that new Samuel Jackson movie? Oh, you heard about that new rock movie? You heard about the Tom Cruise new joint? You, you know, that's how it says. You don't say, hey, you heard about so on and so forth. You know, you, you have a person that has a franchise, a movie, or star power. Oh, Kevin Hart coming out with something new. You might not even know the movie, but you know the actor who's going to be in it, which piques your interest. This is why you go. So if you're just starting, if we're just getting random people to play parts, then hell, you can, they can call me. I would like to play random parts. Give me a starring role in a movie. I will star in that movie, you know, um, a, 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 a middle-aged, a middle uh, tall, fat boy. I am your guy. Call me up. I will come out and star in that action adventure movie. Nobody's going to want to see it. She stars in, you know, Ball Busters Part Six. Yeah, who's coming out? Nobody. But I'll play it. I mean, so you going to end up on uh, on Vice Land or something? That'd be great. Right. Straight to TV. You know what I mean? Straight to TV. Machete Eight. Right after Machete Eight. It's gonna be next to Baby Boy. (laughs) You mean ESPN? Right. ESPN Eight. The Ocho. You know what I mean? Like. These are things that just don't exist or not going to be true. You you can't do that. You have to have, starting out a movie, You you people want to see their star in a movie. And I get it. Some movies don't have stars. Like, I can't tell you who's the star in Purge, any of them. But if you're talking about doing a a, a specific piece on a, on a type gender type person, there's not a lot of actors and actresses out there to fill that part. It's not, you know, you, they're killing me. They are going to kill me with this nonsense. Um, so, what do you really think, Chief? You know, <laughs> and it's just, you know, and I don't mind, I don't, listen, I don't have any problem with anybody playing any role. If, you know, if, if, if a trans person gets the role, that's fine. But, if if I'm if I'm fronting my money up, you're telling me now because of whoever, whenever, you're telling me that all the money I put into a film, I can't choose my stars? Is that what you're saying now? Just, you know, if, if if I'm buying a house, you're telling me I can't choose my house? Well, I've got three hundred grand. All right, well you take that house over there. Uh I don't I don't like the house. Well, that, that's the house that we're giving you. You got to take it. That, that's my money. You can't tell me who I want in a movie. You can't tell me when I go to the car lot which car you want me to drive off with. I put up the money. So, I, and and for them to fold under, the, and then they folded under the backlash, which, like I said, once you fold, it is, it's over. I you you, you guys we we all work. Think about at work. There's, there's always a guy that that they tease a lot, you know. They they and when I say tease, like they're always just messing with him, joking with him, right? But at some point during that time, he folded, and they knew they could get him every time. Oh yeah, he's gonna get into his feelings. Ooh, ah, yeah, and and boom, every time you turn around, that's the guy they go to when they want to see somebody getting in their feelings because they know he'll fold. So if you keep folding every time somebody comes up and says hey, this needs to be this way, or hey, this needs to be this way, 
you know, what are we going to do? You know? Yeah. Um, and, and the thing about it is, social media, you have a platform to say whatever you need. So if I'm part of the paraplegic or whatever, you know, to say, however the, whatever the term is now, disabled people, disabled actors of America, guess who I'm going to do? Guess where I'm going to point my finger when I see this starring role? So I can, so I can complete my goal of having more representation. That's the point. I mean, everybody's like, oh, we're all about representation. Well, I want mine too. I want mine too. So, I mean, to me, it's all PR, man. I'm going from the forest from the trees on this one because I'm just like, I see what they're doing. I get it. You know, from a straight PR perspective, this is what you do. You go out, you set the outrage, get the outrage, get Scarlett Johansson to, to end it, and then boom, you know what I mean? It's just forget it, and then you find some actor because that's the whole point. They, everybody wants representation. Everybody wants to play that. Hey, we're not getting represented either. I'm like, got it. Cool. My thing is, <laughs> if it was a black paraplegic, we'd probably be still talking about. It. <laughs> oh, he was in the military. This and that. No one would care. I don't know, man. If something happens when you change the race of the person versus, you know, all this other stuff with everybody's representation, because no one bitches about that. It's either a black because at that point it just becomes a black movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. I think I think outrage is interesting. That's all. Moving on. It always <laughs> is. All right. So speaking of representation, I thought this headline was really weird. And I know uh, you know, it's not necessarily the writer who does this, but I want to get your your take on this headline. And then we'll talk about the actual subject in a minute. Lesbian Batwoman TV series from Greg Berlanti in the works at the CW. What's the source? I, I don't want to put them. I don't want to put them on blast like that. Please put or, them on blast. I don't want to give them more attention. I'm all about. Again, I'll Google it. I'm sending clicks to one person and one source, and that's LylesMovieFiles.com. Ding, ding. All right, but Jace, you just heard my headline. What What do you think about that? Why not say Batwoman? So actually force somebody to not come in with like an opinion on why you should check this out. It didn't matter who was playing Robin Dunn. There was no there was no audience for that. But you had a chance with Scarlett Johansson. Without her, it's like I'm not I don't care. I don't give a crap about seeing this movie. But now But now going back going back to Batwoman, who cares what her sexual orientation is? Like you could have actually made like what if we had a show uh, called Guardian? Does that have to say Black Guardian? No, like just you. You want to act like you're trying. You're trying to be representative, but you're really just that's when you're pandering to me. It's like you could have easily said, "Hey, we have a new superhero. She's part. You know, she's she's got a new a story that hasn't been told that much in comics. That's the way to go." But now nah, we're we're gonna we're gonna try and say lesbian that woman i don't know it's, it's just this weird thing where it's like okay representation is awesome but for me i'm more like this is going to be the six six cw show in the arrowverse universe arrowverse oh. universe that's redundant in the arrowverse so we're gonna have another series where we have our our hero learning to be a hero in season one then all of her sidekicks her computer nerdy guy her father figure mentor and her plucky 
friend all become heroes. By Where's her father? Because that's not her storyline. Well, her father figures are dead. So, I mean, that actually works out, right? But I guess, uh, are, are we reacting to the fact that the CW does not do lesbian gay characters very well? They don't, do, don't. they don't do relationships well. It has no, absolutely do nothing yeah. to do yeah. with orientation of sex of sexuality. It is 100%. They suck at doing relationships. The only one that's any good is Barry and Iris. Every other one is yeah, just... Because they got the source material, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's just a mess. And I feel like Batwoman is really going to struggle because they're going to have to answer the where's Batman question every episode well batman is away doing this and gotham's already introduced all of the batman rogues worth anything so there's not going to be that novelty of seeing batwoman take on say the joker or catwoman it's just going to be more of the same i don't know what they can do different with that all right jeff so maybe they'll do like how every episode we see that and supergirl we see that there exists a uh, Superman, we just never seen. Him. Maybe they, maybe they're gonna have some kind of deal that they can do that. Maybe that'll how how they're gonna work around that. Like they never actually show who's Batman, but it's just you see the Dark Knight in the background. Now, all the other problems with the CW shows because they they have they think they've clocked in on a formula that really worked for like one show, two show, but now stretching this over six shows is not going to work because it's like that's when you saw the writing get so bad this season it's like flash used to be a standout but then it became like i don't need to see this i don't need to see this up season again legends completely got wiped off most of us uh viewing schedule and supergirl was off all of yours so you're now down to three shows i mean what two shows of that uh, of the cw shows black lightning arrow and flash yeah, and then it's it's like you you might yeah, try and give um, Batwoman a chance, but it's like all that as, as soon as it hits that same familiar formula and that same familiar intro, you're gonna be like, I'm done. I don't want to see this again. Like, call me on the crossovers. This is not something I want to see again. Speaking of the crossover, so big news oh, apparently. Uh, now we've known that. Every time they do these crossovers, it's it's Arrow, Flash, Legends, and Supergirl. This this crossover is going to, I guess, introduce Batwoman the same way they did Ray and Citizen Cold, but it's probably going to do a lot to set up her series. This time, we're not going to have Legends apparently in the crossover, and Thank Legends God. won't be. They won't cross. There won't be Legends characters in the crossover, and Legends won't have a crossover episode. What this means for me, of course, I don't need to watch Legends at all next season because I don't even need to catch up. So I'm really excited about that. How are you guys feeling about this three-part crossover? And do you think that kind of takes away a little bit of the fun of a four-show crossover? Gunner, let's go. Ask that one more time. I didn't catch the question. of Oh, that what do you think? Are you uh, excited about a three-show crossover? Oh, in general. Yeah, 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 I'm cool with Legends not being around. You know why? I'm done with them. I've been done with them. They don't know what to do with their characters. It seems like even the actors, when they act, it's like, why am I reading this? Why? I, has anybody else noticed that? Like, I was just like, 
they they seem like they're like let's just lean into the silly but at the same time i don't really want to do this anymore so i'm like uh gay why are you even here so anyways um i i'm, I'm happy with this, just the three-way crossover and then somehow i'd be it'd be nice if they worked in um black lightning but i know that's a separate deal somehow so i don't know but sure I'm, I'm down for it. I mean, let's see what they do with Batwoman. I'm always going to look at it. I'm always curious. I mean, I gave Gotham a chance. I didn't give humans a chance just because. I mean, come on. But <laughs> I gave I gave a few, you know, I give every show a chance. So let's see what happens. Jace, what do you think? Uh, I'm glad that we don't have to watch a four. I mean, even adding up when they try and do them over two nights, it's still when you're like legends, it's like, oh gosh, thank you. We don't have to get this stupid, silly episode. Now, going and if they're going to use the whole the crossover really to set up Batwoman, I mean, unless they're going to bring back uh, Helena, uh, gosh, Huntress, uh, Huntress, yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, I mean, like they, that would at least have somebody actually to go and Batman uh, Gotham with her instead of I mean, Birds like. Oh, and heck, that might take her out of the running altogether for, to being back in the show. But ha- I mean, having having instead of having like using her as a slow build, like throughout the season, how they introduced legends and how they've started out with uh, Barry in uh, Arrow for like a couple episodes, trying to do that all in a crossover might not be the best way to go. But not having to see legends, that that's that's a benefit. I, I mean, heck. I'm unlike that last year where you suckered us into watching that season finale. I now have no reason to watch Legends all year, and I'm thankful to the CW for that. Ever, like ever. You know, is this a sign that they might cancel it if they're not part of the crossover? That would be wonderful. I don't yeah, know. So. I mean, I feel like six shows are a lot, and I don't. And they're not um, cutting the episode countdown on any of the shows. Black Lightning's up to 23, like everything else. Oh. I don't even yeah. well. Super oh. moved over to Sundays, and um, Sunday. Oh, Supergirl's on Sunday. Legends and Arrow are on Monday, and Flash and Black Lightning are on Tuesdays. So you will be exhausted on these shows by Wednesday, which is great for us because we can talk about them on the, on right. the podcast. That's but okay. so Arrow is going to be running against Walking Dead Tuesday. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Supergirl's the one that's going against so Supergirl. Oh, oh, yeah, that's going to count. But then well, again, no, Walking Dead is no. going what now? Walking Dead is, is going to be leaving? doing... They're going to be focusing more on the female leadership and female characters, so they're going to... Oh, yeah, they've done that like in all 10 seasons. Ever. That's really... Ever. I mean, like Michonne, I never knew who Michonne was at all, or Andrea. Oh, wait. Oh, Maggie. Oh, Maggie. I never know those characters. Never, never really delved into those characters. Yeah. It's good to hear. Weird thing. Uh, let's move on though. We got Black Birds of Prey, and this is the movie that's going to be the Suicide Squad spinoff. Margot Robbie is going to be reprising her role as Harley Quinn, and she's going to be joined by some familiar faces to Birds of Prey fans: Black Canary, uh, the Huntress, uh, Cassandra Kane, who is orphan slash Batgirl, depending on her continuity, and Renee Montoya who is the girlfriend of that woman, depending on when you're reading. So we got a new DC movie. Um, 
Let's see. Javon, we haven't heard a lot from you on the DC movies lately. What do you think about this? Are you excited about Harley Quinn, probably the best character in Suicide Squad, getting her own film? No, because I'm going to screw it up. No, I mean, DC hasn't done anything outside of Wonder Woman that and we're in this latest incarnation of DC films, right? We can't count, I guess, the, the Christopher Nolan Batman films because they're not a part of, they're like the X-Men movies to the, Marvel, the MCU, I guess, right? Uh-huh. Um, you can't really, to me, get excited about it because the, the movies that we've gotten out of DC so far, like they're batting, uh, they're batting like under 200 right now. They're like batting at 178. So you have uh, Man of Steel, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, uh, 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 Justice League, and uh, Suicide Squad, right? Only one of those was a bona fide hit for the studio. That it's unanimous that people lo- like love this movie. All the rest have been booed. People, it's not even a love it or hate it. It's, it's, it's for the most part, I, people just don't like these movies. They're not fond of them. They're not movies that you say to people, yo, you got to go see Justice League. Nobody said that during its run to me. I um, enjoyed all the movies a lot except for Suicide Squad. Right. So, you know, that that's then you're, you're part of a minority, right? Yep. Because for what it's worth, these movies have been panned by critics and, fan, and film goers alike, movie goers alike. I can't see that they're going to get it right with this movie. I, 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 or Aquaman. <laughs> Yo, wait, 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 wait. But look, I don't know if you've uh, seen it, but Aquaman actually has me so much more interested now. They showed some pictures of how he's going to look in the film uh, from some statues mm-hmm. and some concept concept art he's gonna be rocking his old costume so he's gonna have an orange shirt green pants and it looks colorful and not that kind of drab armor he was rocking in justice league and i think one of the big things from what i've been reading is that they're trying to make these films more colorful and less dark and less gloomy uh, more hopeful and aquaman's gonna be the first but i'm looking forward to this so, I mean, I, I I feel that, but it's like, I, I don't know if that's going to be enough to redeem yourself if you stick to original costumes or make them more colorful. Yeah, that's great, but make the movies better. So I'm wondering where they're gonna, where are they going to go, really? And are these movies going to be better than the ones that we've gotten previously from the uh, DC Universe? I, I, I'm hoping for the best, but preparing to be disappointed either way well i think they realize they have to get them right now um the glimpses that i've seen so far of shazam really look good they look like they understand that it's supposed to be light and fun and if aquaman gets it right got wonder woman 1984 and wonder woman i mean they brought back everybody who made the first one work so that should work uh and if shazam is a hit then they're not going to immediately start challenging Marvel because they're on the super home run stretch with Avengers four. So they automatically win next year, but they can definitely Shazam get a lot of good momentum. Shazam Which one is not going to be a hit. Shazam is not going to be a hit. Shazam. Man. I mean, 
let's be clear. How many people read Shazam? I'm being real with you. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter, though. I mean, because oh, who read man. Guardians? Nobody read Guardians. I mean, no one was going to make it a block. I read Guardians. Guardians was fine. I did not read Shazam. Shazam is like... Shazam uh, is such a great concept. It's a little kid who becomes an adult superhero. I mean, that, yeah, that has to work. Let's see what happens, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to call it. There ain't going to be a hit. It's just not, I'm, just call, I'm calling it now. And you know what, else, to that point, you know what, what what Guardians had going for it that this movie doesn't, that none of these Which DC one? Okay. movies outside of, that none of them outside of, let's say, Batman, Superman, a, Wonder, a Batman, Superman, a Wonder Woman project would have uh, to its credit, right? What Guardians was able to prop itself up on was the fact that the last, I don't know how many Marvel movies that came out prior were successful. So they had that to prop itself up on. Oh, a Marvel movie. I'm going to go see that. And brand recognition is something else. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think DC has crafted them for themselves yet. The way they can put out no. off-shot characters like Shazam or even the Birds of Prey. I don't think the people well, are ready I for it and may not embrace Birds it. Birds of Prey, they've got Margot Robbie. And her rocking around in the Harley Quinn outfit is going to get people to see the movie. And Shazam, I think, is one of those guys who has enough fringe popularity with the masses that they'll be like, oh, I remember this TV show. I remember that character from blah, blah. He was like a really popular character. And, you know, he's had a cartoon. He's been on Justice League and Young Justice. So he's been visible. And I think that's enough that people will be curious. And I just think if they get the concept right, which is the little kid who still has a mind of a kid and as an adult superhero, it can't, I mean, they can't screw it up. They just have to get that concept right. And it looks like they do. I mean, the pictures they've shown have him on his cell phone chewing gum, uh, and it just looks like okay, if y'all y'all get it, that's the the direct opposite to the dark and gloomy Zack Snyder Superman, Man of Steel. This is a guy who's smiling and he's going to be happy and he's going to yeah. be kind of corny. But so you know, there's a lot to be said about getting your brand wrong. There's a lot to be said about getting it wrong. And even though Shazam might be or have some popularity amongst those who know who Shazam is, the average film goer, the average 15-year-old, because kids don't read comics like they used to, not when we were growing up or the generations before, they might not give a damn. And the same thing goes for Harley Quinn. It was cool for a summer. You know, it was cool for the summer of 15, but it's 2018, and we ain't seen you since. I, you may not care. That's what these are. These are the things that may factor in. Because one thing that Marvel does that DC doesn't do, they, I don't want to say oversaturate, but they saturate the film going public with their movies. You're going to see two more Marvel movies before years in, right? No, they're done. They're done until Captain Marvel. They're done. They're done done until Captain Marvel, but you know that's on, okay, but you know that's on the horizon, but they've already had in the calendar year, three huge movies. Yeah. Three huge movies, right? And next so, year, DC is going to follow that same pattern. They're going to have uh, three films with Wonder Woman 84, uh, Shazam, and, well, Aquaman is the tail end, but it'll be within that 12-month span. So they're trying to work on it. I mean, it's not a thing that they can do overnight. They absolutely can't do this 
yesterday and get it right. It's oh, no, going to have to be not. a slow burn. Of course not. And, yeah. So, I just, for their sake, plot. I just hope they get it right and they, they haven't lost their, their movie on public because Marvel, I mean, uh, Marvel gives the people really what they want. DC mm-hmm. doesn't do that. Um, I'm, I was thinking this in order to rebuild. I don't think they knew reset, what they wanted. I don't think they knew what they wanted to give people. And that's right. a problem. That's a big problem. That that's killing your own brand right there. When yeah, you don't know what the product you want to give to people, you kind of don't have a product to give them. And that was a problem. So, all right, let's uh, go on to this last topic because that well, yeah, last topic in this part. So this is July 2018, 10 years ago, was a watershed moment in the comic book movie industry when we had the Dark Knight uh, arrive in theaters and blow everyone away and challenge the preconceived notions of how good and how deep and thoughtful and cinematic a comic book movie could be. Uh, Earlier that year, we also had another landmark film, though I would imagine we didn't really fully understand how important it would be with Robert Downey Jr., John Favreau, collaborating on Iron Man. And everybody's kind of doing this thing now, like looking at Dark Knight and how important it was and, and what it meant. And I kind of want to ha- want to ask you guys, of the two, what made the bigger impact? Because on one hand, you've got Dark Knight, this is the film that made people start taking comic book films seriously. It got an Oscar and it just made people start thinking, Oh, these don't have to be silly and goofy. They can be whatever some talented filmmaker decides it can be. And then Iron Man was, I guess the best way to say it, it it hit the reset button on how a Marvel movie could be. And it set up essentially the Marvel Studios formula, uh, at least for the first five films. And it set up in a comic book movie where it wasn't just one issue. It was an ongoing story, which that we're still seeing being played out and evolved with Ant-Man and the Wasp, the 20th film in this library. So let, let's hear some thoughts from everybody. Chief, what do you think? What was what had the bigger impact, Dark Knight or Iron Man? Um, I'm gonna say Iron Man. Um, I think Dark Knight was the better movie. Um, but I'm gonna say Iron Man because it led to this whole, just like you said. I mean, basically, you said everything. Just like. It led to the whole Avengers Marvel franchise. I mean, from Iron Man came Thor, the Avengers, Ant Man. I mean, all all of them. I mean, every 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 Marvel movie that you see out here, the beginning of it was Iron Man. Um, the Dark Knight. The reason why I didn't pick it was because it was it ended. Like you had the Batman, Dark Knight. Then the, then the next one was the one with Bane. And then it was over. It didn't lead to anything. You know what I mean? It may have, uh, when you think about the, the greatest Batman movie, really, or the greatest performance of a Joker, of course, you go to Dark Knight. But after that, then where does it go? I mean, hell. Iron Man, you know, Robert Downey still 
in his in his role. Christian Bale, you know, and I to be honest with you, I thought they could possibly still be, you know, still have done some more Batman movies. Because I think I think it could have led to something. I think it could have led into this whole if they had kept it a better transition into this whole DC um the whole DC thing. I think it I mean if you think about the Dark Knight and how that movie went and if they take that same formula and rolled it into the rest of the movies with uh you know Christian Bale so on and so forth. I think the franchise would have kicked I think everything would have kicked off a little better than smoother than it went. Um but you know they, they like I said they did one more movie they ended the whole damn thing and now you got Affleck as your Batman. Um which is weird because to me like if you look at Christian Bale the dude's in shape that you know Affleck he, he, he looks like a dad. Um and you know, I I always thought uh, Bale was the better Batman. So, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna have to go with Iron Man. Like I said, it, it led into everything at the beginning. You know what I mean? Um, and, and 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 Batman was was you know almost at its end for whatever reason. I don't I still don't know why they didn't run off. You know, a couple more Batman movies, did a couple spinoffs. They could have introduced Superman from that point. All that, I mean, I think that all would have tied in well with with that. Um, and I didn't know. I don't know why they didn't go with that formula. Um, it's, it's 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 a shame, actually. So here's an interesting thing, off of what you said. They did not. So the legacy of Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises is it set this expectation for how DC should make their films. And this really mirrored what DC did with their comic books. After Dark Knight Returns blew away everybody and it really changed the game for comic books, DC thought, hey, this is how we need to make our comic books from now on. We need to go darker. We need to make our characters more flawed. We need to find every flaw and dig a hole into it and really explore that and show how tortured our heroes are and how there's no joy and it's just one big sacrifice after another and they can't live and enjoy their lives. And it set DC back so much because at the same time, Marvel was going on these fantastic adventures. They had Secret Wars and things were just fun. And they had Dark Phoenix and they had all these cool storylines going on. And DC was in this long catch-up mode because they had this misconception that everything needed to be written like Batman. And they turned characters like Hal Jordan to bad guys because he wasn't flawed enough. They killed off Barry Allen and... uh, just a whole bunch of other things. And they killed Superman. They broke Batman's back. All in this quest to make their characters darker and more uh, tortured. And they did the same thing with their movie universe. The Dark Knight films were serious. So, And Christopher Nolan was an executive producer on Man of Steel. So he did have an influence and impact on how that was set up and if you watch it you can see that Christopher Nolan realistic glimpse of Superman he's not happy he's not inspiring he's he's feeling the pressure of 
living up to these expectations. He watches his dad die because dad tells him, you can't trust people. They're going to disappoint you. Whereas Superman would never have sat, sat by and watched anyone die, let alone his father. And then it just keeps going down this path of, well, we, we're already here. We got to stay darker. Let's put Superman against Batman without a really good reason, just because this conflict is something that they would do. And it really sets them further back. So when a film like Wonder Woman, which is an abrupt change, which doesn't embrace the darkness, which is all about hope and overcoming and being a hero, people responded to it. And Justice League had to do so much fixing and kind of like, okay, this was the direction we were going in, but we need to make it more fun like Wonder Woman. And you kind of have this little messy thing that didn't really connect with people. And I think that's where Aquaman is going to be so important because that's going to be the one that's the furthest away from Man of Steel and more reflective of Wonder Woman. Really nothing, uh, Dark Knight, nothing changed. I mean, like, yeah, everybody thinks that's, I mean, it's a great movie, but it's not like comic book movies are really in there vying for Oscar awards. It's like, it's really going to take Black Panther breaking down that door. And that's not because of Dark Knight. It's literally because of that, that movie and the rest and the actual rest of the Marvel machine. Like that didn't mean so as great a movie as, uh, Dark Knight is is, and I probably will watch it this weekend. I, I'm not. It, it didn't. It didn't change the game. Um, I mean, it's, it's just. It's a great movie, but the bigger impact was Iron Man. Cool. Okay. Javon, yeah. uh, what do you think? You know, it's funny when you put that out there. That topic. I thought about something. I was having a conversation with somebody uh, a couple weeks ago. And like the year 1988 and hip hop came up because there were some classics that came out in that year, right? Mm-hmm. And the debate was what was the bigger impact? It was very similar, the bigger impact album of that year. And in that year, you had Straight Outta Compton, you had Critical Beatdown by Ultra Mag, you had Easy Does It, Life Is Too Short, Strictly Business, EPMD, uh, Great Adventures of Slick Rig, but you also had and these were two, to, to me, the two most similar albums of that year. Um, it takes a nation of mil- millions to hold us back by Public Enemy. And he's the rapper and I'm the DJ by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Now, that that album won the Grammy. That was when the rap category was introduced, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Iron Man, to me, is he's the rapper and I'm the DJ. Whereas Dark Knight is It Takes a Nation of Millions. Because It Takes a Nation of Millions is a much more serious tone and it 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 put critics on blast. This is more than just a hip hop hippity hip hop. This is this is real topical. This is this is art vanguard. You ain't heard nothing like this before. You haven't heard this before. This is more than braggadocious hip hop. This is socially aware. This is this is right now. This is a, ca- a capsule of the times that we live in and not just that, the times that we as people have been through, et cetera, et cetera. That's what Dark Knight was to the the, 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 the comic cinema world, right? It was, look, this is more than just tights and, and, and corny one-liners and, and, and the cool Batmo- Batmobile toys or whatever. This is a real movie 
with a real narrative and real villains and real bad guys, real heroes, real troubled heroes. This is real. This is a we're bringing you into a cinematic universe unlike what you've seen before out of a comic book movie. Whereas Iron Man was tongue in cheek and fun, which was it, he's a DJ and I'm the rapper. So though to me that though they're very similar in that regard and what they did and what they what they did for their genres, what they did for uh, uh, one rap, the uh, music world, one for the film world, for a uh, comic book, uh, the Fresh Prince and Jazzy, and, and and that album that led way to Hammer, that led way to Pepsi deals, shoe deals, movies, it led way to everything else. The same that Iron Man's impact did with the comic book movies, it led way to <laughs> you have the biggest movies of the season, of the year, of the summer, whatever, being comic book movies now. And we're talking about a strong 10 years into it, and that's not going to change anytime soon. The biggest, the top grossing movies of the year, every year since then, are comic book movies, if it's not Star Wars, right? So there's like, there's no, uh, uh, what do you call it, Avatar down the pipeline. There's no Titanic down the pipeline. The biggest grosser is going to be whatever Marvel Studios pops out with. Or whatever Disney as a whole pops out with as far as the animated feature. So they've definitely shifted. They definitely helped shift where Dark Knight brought a, a another cinematic value to comic book movies that, like you said, DC, the DC universe seemed to have gotten stuck in. But I'll tell you what, if Marvel decided to go down that avenue and make their version of Dark Knight, We'll know why and, and who started that trend and where that came from and whose playbook they would follow. All right, Gunny, you got anything on it? I got a few things, um, or a couple. If we're talking comic book movies and the in, you know influencing how general public, not just comic book readers, but also comic book readers and the general public all together. I mean, Iron Man takes the cake. I mean, look, they've built a, I'm going to go say that with the L word, a legacy of comic book movies that you will, will probably be going back and watch like, like the first three, um, 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 Star Wars films. With our kids, you know, what I mean, our, or at least, you know, what I mean, there's gonna be a generation that's like, yo, I got all these films, I'm gonna watch them all, it's gonna be a marathon, let's go. It's right. a classic, right? Now, Dark Knight, of course, is a classic. All three of the Christopher Nolan films, Nolan films are, are, are classic, right? In their own right. But they're more like, you know, uh, let's go watch some, you know, awesome documentary that was great back in the day, and, you know, you're with your study group and you're studying the acting. Like, it's more technically active. You know what I mean? It was great to say, hey, this is the comic movie. Here's the source material. Here's what we're doing with it. Versus Marvel was like, here's the source material. We're keeping it the same. We're making it colorful. And these are the people we're trying to attract. So if we're talking the influence on the comic book movie genre, that part of the genre of the movies, I mean, Iron Man takes the cake. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, here's Dark Knight in the silo. It can't even really count as a DC movie compared to what we've been seeing lately, right? And then here's Marvel, who's created this entire legacy, the formula that influenced DC to do things, that influenced Fox to attempt to fix the X-Men with, um, with, with just keeping with source material, more or less, in the um, Days of Future's past, right? 
So they, you know what I mean? They they influence other films to, or other other uh, studios to do better. They they try to anyway. And so they have to play. Everybody else has to play catch up with these guys. So if you're talking about influence on the movie genre itself, Marvel. I mean Iron Man completely, just from start to finish, from where we are now, start to where we are now, not even finish. Now if we're talking business wise, if 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 Dark Knight had that kind of influence, then it'd be Warner Brothers that'd be trying to buy Fox. Not Marvel Disney. Interesting point. Yes. Yeah, all right. Good deal. So pretty unanimous on that front. The Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix is going to be coming out next year. So we're not going to have to wait long. Yeah. (laughs) I just saw that and figured you would appreciate it. Speaking of things that we appreciate, uh, have any of you guys played the Uncharted video game series? Yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. Why do you say yeah like that? Like you're so defeated. Like that game is fun. Like that is the best thing on PlayStation. Like come on. I mean, I look at. I like Uncharted enough, but it's not my go-to. I don't like a game where it's telling me, okay, press this button now to see this action sequence. If you don't, this happens. It's not my cup of tea. That's all. Okay. All right. Story didn't get you. No, you know what I like, Jason, and you know me very well. I like to know that I can go to the airport in this video game, steal a plane, and crash into a pileup on the uh, what's supposed to be the 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 high the Los Angeles freeway. Yeah, there's yeah, that. yeah, come on, I've man. seen that. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. I Grant that photo, baby. Yeah, you, your inner madman will shine. Chief Gunner, you played Uncharted? No, sir. I played it. You sound kind of like Javon. You're not a big fan of it either? <laughs> um, I, can, I can only go so far in uh, these, these games that you got to figure out stuff and figure out puzzles and so on and so forth. Um, give me Madden and let me go. Um. <laughs> You know what I mean? I, I go wild, man. I just having to. I yeah. think all day at work, having to come home and think. All right, I yeah. gotta move this piece here. <laughs> I just it's, it's too much. I I, I can't. I'm, I'm like ah oh, nah. Um, you just want to have mindless fun, don't you? Yeah, I just I don't want to think about it. You know, all right, I'm running up the middle. All right, swing pass. You know, it's just other stuff. It's too much, man. I, I could like I've got Uncharted. I've got one of those bundles where I got a couple of them, but I never like if you come to my house and you look through my Xbox One games, like I'll say half of them aren't even open. And then if you go to my PS4 games, I'm gonna say like seventy-five percent of them aren't even open. Like I don't even like you know the only one that gets cracked open. It's bad. It's, it is what it is, you know? So I played, you know, and, and I'm, I can watch somebody playing. But me, uh-uh, I'm not going to figure that out. I'm not going to try to figure out how to complete the puzzle in order to get through the, the, the maze and so on. Now, nah, I'm good. Y'all ever watch Holt and Catch Fire? 
It's like a video. It sounds like a video game. Y'all, I've never even seen it, so sorry. But I'm, I'm like, it sounds like a video game from that show. It's like uh, it, that that apparently flopped. But I guess it's Uncharted is not flopping at all. So Uncharted is like, great. It is. It is yeah, one of the, the best. Uh, best of those games. It's better than Tomb Raider. Yeah. A lot of fun. Yeah. Anyway, so Nathan Fillion uh, starred in a fan film, fifteen minute fan film that really captured the essence of the series in a way that I'm 1,000% sure that the Mark Wahlberg version will not. James, did you watch this? I'm sorry. You, t- you told me one thing that sounds cool and one thing that sounds horrible. Nathan Fillion being Drake? Awesome. Mark Wahlberg? I mean, we're going to see. hey, What's going on? Hey, wow. We should work on that, bro. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't need to see Mark Wahlberg's Boston dude being world traveling. Like, I, I'm good. Like, no, no, no. All all way bad. Just no. Why do they cut, Jace? Gotta let him fly. No, I got a question. Like we were talking about stars. It's like some of these cats. You could give me, like, somebody I don't know. If you say, hey, we got a property. We're not going to screw it up. We're going to stick to some source material. Hey, so we got our core audience, and I think you'll want to bring a friend. Like, that, that's how these movies, especially video games, it's like, you you don't need – you. we already saw what happened in Max Payne. Like, what the hell are we doing putting this dude in another video Ooh. game? Like, no. Oh. Like, this is I not forgot. the way to go. Let's find somebody else. Like, just no. Jace, you got it. You hit it. You don't need somebody who's already got a name in Hollywood to sell this picture. Who you need is somebody who can who can act, deliver, and you can show them doing their own stunts to a degree. Somebody who's believable. Because Na- what's his name? Drake, Nathan Drake, or whatever. Yep. He's very tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. And to say, like I said, I don't like. It's not that I don't like the games. It's I like the games. It's just I don't. For me, it's not my 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 go to. I mm-hmm. like the character of Nathan Drake. He's very tongue in cheek, and that goes with the action because he's a quick guy. He's quick on his feet. He's always got something to say. You need somebody that can relate that. Mark Wahlberg is just going to be Mark Wahlberg in another movie, annoyed at everything. He's going to make that goddamn Mark Wahlberg face. I'm annoyed by everything that's happened. Happening, and I just gotta somehow pull my way through this movie. It, it's not gonna work, and it, it's gonna be another video game adaptation to film that they're gonna screw up. I'm sorry. And they're gonna and they're gonna blame it on the fact that it's a video game adaptation. It's like, no, just get a kind of actor. It's like you know what kind of actor you need. Like they've told you the source material. Like we need somebody tongue in cheek. Like we've seen like. If we can't get Ryan Reynolds, because I mean, Javon is sick of Ryan Reynolds, but we need somebody like Ryan Reynolds, somebody young, kind of. He, he, we need somebody who looks like Jack Burton did in uh, Big Trouble, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Like he, he's Chase, a star, the but he ain't perfect by any stretch Chris, of the imagination. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. But James, that's the thing. I'm not sick of Ryan Reynolds. I'm sick of the same ten actors getting work in everything. They can't be everybody. Come on now. There's somebody who's better for this role. It's just Hollywood is not taking a chance. They got to recoup at all but, costs. So give us familiar whoa. faces. Uh, Doom. They tried that. Wow. Dude, 
Doom, Doom was a first-person shooter movie. There was yeah. no story behind it. A flop. The video game movie still a flop. It was they a flop. To, they it tried, was tried a flop. the exact same formula, though. You see what I'm saying? Like they tried. It was a formula that you're asking for. It, no, no, okay. It, it was well, a long movie, but thing. at the same. But, see, but that's the thing with Doom. You didn't have a character that had a face and was the franchise. And, like, and a personality. Right. Break on a personality. This is formulated. So you need somebody who can relay that okay. to make this believable. This is like using a graphic novel. You have source material. Like, you can come up with your own unique storyline, but basically you have the source, similar source material that you just don't need to screw up. Like, Tomb Raider should work because you have an adventure all you have to do is follow a similar storyline. It flops oh, yeah, it because twice, of right? other reasons. Huh? Wait, Tomb Raider, this Tomb Raider flop? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I, I, I mean, I that, that, that's, that's unfortunate, but it just, because it didn't do, it didn't get great reviews. Like, because people are always going to be skeptical on going to see another video game movie. But if you give me a video game movie with the same actor, I'm good. I don't need to see that at all. Like, as soon as I mean, just snookered me into seeing Max Payne. I'm like, oh yeah, I got a screen. You want to see it? Sure. Wait, wait a second. I'm not gonna take the blame. <laughs> I'm gonna put the blame solely on Mila Kunis for you. <laughs> she was in that. Yeah, she was. The whole movie was terrible. Yeah, I remember now. I was just like, oh yeah, that was a bad. Now, if you said you got me to see, uh, uh, what was it, Sin City because of Jessica Alba and. Rosario Dawson sold. Yeah, you're right. Sin City was it actually worked so. out really well for it. Yeah, <laughs> but, that, was movie. that was wonderful. But you know, no, no. If you say you snickered me into seeing Sin City Part Two for Jessica Alba, yeah, you're right. First, the second one had enough parts that were good to make it worthwhile. It wasn't as good as the first one by a long stretch, but it was. Would you watch the movie again? Yeah, I actually have it. Because okay. of the the two, because it was like four sequences, and two of them were really good, and two were uh, okay. Jessica Alba and Mickey Rourke uh, doing dumb stuff, but uh, yeah, I the thought it was, fun. was stupid. Uh, yeah, I yeah, just, I mean, yeah, but, yeah, not like, work. Yeah, but again, you could do. You give me an un not unknown, but somebody up and comer like how Michael B. Jordan was coming up. When he began, when he got creeped, it's like, yeah, okay, I, I can see this dude doing that. Like, you don't need locked in star who's gonna play the same role. It's just like you need somebody a little, somebody you could actually build a franchise off, not somebody who's gonna be after five years is gonna be look too old to play this part. Yeah, they, that's, that's is that a dig on Mark Wahlberg? Hey, that's that's I'm actually gonna say that's a dig on. Uh, Mark Wahlberg, I'm going to say that's a dig on DC for thinking, hey, we need to have older Batman running this thing for 10 years when he's the actual age of, uh, gosh, what's my name? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. starting this, and we got him for 10 years. Like, that's not going to work. Like, if you want to you build the franchise all of a sudden, you need somebody who can stick around for maybe six or seven years and look in relatively the same shape. So you're coming out with the Shazam franchise and you got Zachary Levi has Shazam. This dude is already 37. So how many yeah. sequels 
do you want out of him? By the time you get to Shazam 3 or 4, this dude's going to be in his mid-40s. Hollywood dies mid-40s doesn't look ancient. Like, it's when you hit that 60 mark. That's when you start. That's when, that's when it starts showing, like, in your 50s. But in your mid-40s, like, some of the wrestlers now are in their mid-40s, but they still look better than most most guys who, you know, because they don't work out. But, like, you give them a Hollywood diet, they'll be fine. But if you put them, if they start off in their mid, I mean, mid-40s, and then you want them to run 10 more years, yeah, that's not going to be the way to go. All right, so the whole point of what I was saying was Nathan Villain did a 15-minute fan fan film and so true to the series. And for those of you who are familiar with Uncharted, I think you should check it out. It's a lot of fun. And it just shows that there are really talented people who are still waiting on their big break but can do some good things. So hopefully this will be a case like Deadpool where Ryan Reynolds leaked that footage of Deadpool and we got a good Deadpool movie out of it. Maybe we can shelf this uh, Mark Wahlberg version and get Nathan Fillion on there. So that would be what I'd like to see. Jeff, and, hold on, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Did they not offer that role to him? Like, please tell me he turned it down. He had other commitments. The rookie was filming that day, that month. Like, please tell me they just didn't think it of one person who was perfect for that role because he had other commitments. I don't think so. I think they wanted to go with the big star. Good luck. <laughs> so, so does that mean you're not going to go see it? Uh, Jeff, we're going to use uh, the Robin soundtrack noise from How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> Good timing. All right, so uh, Comic Con's uh, going on right uh, now. <laughs> what do you guys want to? What do you guys want to hear? Let me get one thing. It doesn't matter whatever pop culture thing, movies, TV, etc. What's one thing you want to hear coming out of Comic Con that'll have you the most excited? Let's start with you, Gunner. Oh, I was gonna. Say- well, I'll have mine, but I'm going to speak for Jason and say All-Star Superman 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my um, goodness. No, what I want to hear is that DC has strapped all their producers and people that think they have good ideas and just said, we're just going to hire some Marvel interns that will probably still make better movies than what the hell they've been doing lately and scrap Shazam. That's what I want. That's just hateful. It it is. They've quietly been phasing out a lot of the people who were involved in that first shift of DC. So why I said that. Yeah. (laughs) They have moved them out and they are replacing them with other people. And the gist of it from what I've read is that they're going to be about 40 less chefs in the kitchen and they're going to let people who understand the characters actually work on them. So yeah, that'll be a good thing. Uh, Jace, how about you? Uh, I'm going to take the optimistic view. I would like to see or hear that there's a leaked, uh, a trailer for Aquaman that really looks exciting. 
they, they're going to have a trailer for Aquaman. They're going I, to show that. I, I said, I'm going to, I'm, I, I, again, I'm going to need the Aquaman, Vinny Chase, James Cameron, that this thing has got everybody talking how this really looks like. This is going to look on, not on the Wonder Man, but Wonder Woman, but this is going to make Aquaman look like a serious character. And it's really going to have a, looks like we're, we're really going to see something fun. So I, I that's what I'm looking for. Javon, uh, Chief, how about you? Well, I'm not looking forward to Aquaman, I'll tell you that. All right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, what? what is this guy, man? Um, Fox the Fish, he's cool. <laughs> he, he wasn't cool, man. Um, <laughs> right. I, you know, I like, to, you know, I, I felt like they gave up on Superman. Um, so Wonder Woman came out. Um, and matter of fact, I've been in DC. I've seen some of the shooting that they've uh, been doing for Wonder Woman oh, nice. uh, down in Georgetown. So, uh, you know, I, I'm seeing it actually take place, and you know, and they haven't done a super movie, Superman movie in between that. Mm-hmm. So, so you know. Um, I'm waiting for the next Superman movie. I'm I'm kind of disappointed uh, that they haven't announced a uh, upcoming Superman movie. I mean, I, I get it. Wonder Woman made a lot of money, so on and so forth. Um, but you, you basically this is like two back to back Wonder Woman movies in a way, as far as you know, lone characters. Mm-hmm. And um, we haven't seen we haven't seen nobody wants to see Ben Affleck Batman, but I'd like to see the I'd like to see Superman again. You know what I mean? Um, and, uh, you know, I think if, if, if something could come out of Comic-Con saying that, you know, they're, they're in the works or they're, they're in pre-production of the Superman movie of another Superman movie, that would make me, um, pretty happy. I'd like to see, uh, I'm, you know, I'm kind of disappointed they, they, they went away from it. I'd like to see another Superman movie. So that's me. All right, Javon, how about you? Um... Two things I, w- I want to see. I know it's always we do one, but I got to do two. One is the Walking Dead panel to see what they, how they're going to address Andrew Lincoln's departure, and where are they going to potentially go from here? Do they even have a plan? Uh, the second thing I think that needs to happen, and I would love to see, is a panel that addresses rampant fanboyism and its impact on the social media impact that that they're having in regard to the films and the, and, and the properties that they uh, are fans of and the people who are portraying or, or having roles in these films and these, in these uh, TV shows, whatever it may be, because you've got this, we discussed this before, you've got this ugliness that exists and I think it's time to address it. It's really time to address it. We address everything else. Let's address the people who are really doing a disservice to uh, 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 the things that we love in pop culture, be it Star Wars, whatever. Let, 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 this is a perfect time to address that and kind of say, hey guys, what are you really mad at? Like, what, what, what's the deal? Uh, let's give a platform, not a platform to them, but a platform to addressing the issue that underlies it. Hey man, that's a good one. Well, yeah. All right, fellas. Let's hear your dummies of the week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my dummies of the week. Huh. 
Who could take that award? All right, Ooh. all right, all right. Um, I know y'all are all gonna go with the same. No, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm be, gonna, be creative. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with uh, myself for not finding a way to get to Comic Con, and not and not seeing some of the new offerings it'll have for the 2019 and uh, the rest of the year cycle on movies and stuff. So I'm going to go with myself for not taking some time off work and uh, enjoying uh, some of that stuff. But I wouldn't have sat in the panels for like five hours because that's, you got to have a certain level of dedication to the one show and I just don't have that. So I'm going to go with me to play nice. Now, All right, Javon, what you got? Um, I ain't even going to get into 45. We already know. Um, but one, I got, I got, well, yeah, let's see. One, the San Antonio Spurs, uh, well, no, I'm sorry, not the Spurs, I'm sorry, the Raptors, because they just traded their bona fide superstar for a loner because there's no way in hell Kawhi Leonard is staying in, in, in Toronto. So good job, dummies. You, you gave away your franchise, uh, for a loner. Um, and you're not going to be any better for it either. He's going to come in, get you the 50 wins. You'll get a second round exit, and he'll be right out. He'll be right out of there by by July 1st, 2019. So good job on that one. Um, two, uh, my guy out there, Sterling. I think that was Sterling, Virginia. If y'all have seen that, this idiot that called the cops because he got a hard foul doing a, ba- a pickup basketball game. I did see um, that today. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> I can't imagine being that guy showing up to the gym Damn. next week. Does, does he even come back to that? That's my question. Does he even bother to come back? And if he does, <laughs> does anybody does anybody play with this guy? Is he going to get on anybody's team after that? Not a chance. Oh, Hell no. Can't even show your face. Can't even show your face. Because you called the cops because somebody found you? That's you literally getting joned on so hard at that point. It's like, oh, oh, did the bat, did the basketball foul you? Oh man, oh gosh, you want to call cop? Call Frank Call police. Damn water, damn water coming out of the fountain too cold. Call the police. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's you know all these. Everybody's getting a hashtag. My man at CVS out in Illinois. Big up to him because he called the cops because he didn't recognize a coupon. I mean, when did you become the coupon encyclopedia? Like, come on, man. Just ring her up for this. Let her, ring her up for whatever garbage she's buying. It's 30 cents off or whatever. You got to go and check the coupon regs. Like, who are you, man? Mr. CBS? And if it's not a valid, if it's not a valid coupon, then just be like, no, nah, it's not. And, if you go, and people going to argue, you're going to be like, yo, it's customer service, dude. People going to argue with you. And you work at CVS. When I was in retail, guess Give what? Give it happened? a goofy 30 cents off. You know what I mean? Yeah. People going really? to argue the hey, cops. Hey. It's got a barcode. In, in their defense, up. though, in their defense, I called the cops on a guy uh, the other day. We were driving down the street. He cut me off. And I called the police and told them that uh, his license wasn't valid. Um, and told them exactly <laughs> where they could find this man. I saw his car. And I figured a guy who cut me off that bad couldn't really have a license. He can't have so, a license. <laughs> I, I, said, I said, hey, this guy's driving without a license, or so his license is invalid. I don't know which one. He cut me you know, off. Yo, he got no drugs. Yo, that's he like, have a drug yeah. license. 
was like that part in uh, Enter the Dragon where the guys were like, he's not going to Hawaii. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, how did you deduce this by looking at his passport and his tickets? It was like, cool, man. What? Really, y'all? Right. <laughs> Look. I get it, man. Everybody tired of black folk. I, I know. I know you're tired of us. I know you're tired of us. But you can't call the police on me because you don't like my coupon. Don't call the police on me because you think you got a hard foul and we playing basketball. Don't call the police on me because I'm at the pool, or because I'm grilling in the park, or because I'm smoking a cigarette. In an area that doesn't designate me to be here, not to smoke, that doesn't say I can't smoke a cigarette. Stop calling the police on me for doing things while I'm black. Just, leave me alone. Leave us alone. Just let us live. Y'all, you're bugging, man. Stop it. Stop it. Go get something to do. Go get a hobby, anything. It won't bother you that much to see black people doing stuff like pay their taxes. Or, or parallel park a car. You know he's getting. He was getting really close to the other car, and the cur. I was frightened. They're like, come on, man. Why? Why? So all of you crazy people who, if you feel like you got, I know y'all don't listen to the podcast, but if it makes it to any one of these crazy people, if you see black people just doing random things, and I don't mean anything criminal or crazy or nothing like that. You see a black dude putting air in his tires or pumping gas, don't call the cops on him. He he's just trying to get through his day. That's the last thing he needs. Or you the see car a black could be woman. Stolen. Yeah, or the car could be stolen. You never know. The gas the 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 the, the debit card that he used could be stolen. I mean, it, it, just let us live, please. We got enough to deal with. Just just let me pump my gas, let me be at the pool. Let me cook out in the park. Obviously, I ain't got no damn house. I'll be in my yard. Just let me cook out right here. <laughs> I'm just trying to live. Those are my dummies. So, Javon, we had some homework for you last last week. We asked you to go ahead and uh, watch Justice League War one more time because you were under the very incorrect <laughs> assumption that this was a good movie. So, upon watching it one more time, what did you think? It was terrible. It was it, it was bad for a lot of reasons, man. And I was dry. I admit it. I was halfway drunk when I watched it. So halfway. You could, I, there's no such thing as halfway drunk. I I'm just trying to be you know not to make it sound like I'm I'm just drunk watching something. It was great. Nah, it it, it was terrible. It was the kind of terrible that you got to be fully sober to appreciate, right? Um, the voice acting, the animation, even the little thing with Wonder Woman and Superman, it, it was just terrible. It didn't have to be. It did not have to be. And I'm I'm sorry, I was really wrong on that one. That was garbage. That was garbage. It was worse. Hey, at least you can be proud of the units with Chocolate Daddy. You can't be proud of nothing there. I was like, all right, look, we need to do, we need to put out an animated feature. All right, Justice League, let's give it a thin title award. Let's, let's, let's do it. I don't care. 
Yeah, I don't every, care. It just felt like everybody involved with that one. And there are some very talented people whose work on other films I have enjoyed a lot. But that one, I don't know what anybody was on, but they were off on that one. What was wrong with Cyborg? <laughs> it was just wrong. Darkseid looked like one of the old uh, the Sentinels from the old X-Men cartoon. <laughs> terrible, man. I, what the hell was I thinking about? I mean, the so, funny thing is, a lot of those voice actors are still working on that, but it's just like, they're just like, yeah, whoever touched this dialogue, go go away. Like, now. <laughs> just going to act like it didn't exist. The Omega Beast. It, baby. Did not happen. Indeed. Well, thanks. hey, man, it takes a big man to admit they were way off and terribly of wrong. Of course. Yeah, of course. So, shout out to you on that one. The Omega Beams. Man, kiss my... Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Terrible, At least Throne of Atlantis was better. I mean, they tried to fix it with that. So I was like, thank you. It's, it, it, it started getting better. That was one where we started to see some reasons to be optimistic. The only one they dropped the ball on was Teen Titans versus Justice League because they threw away the whole setup of the Legion of Doom and they just pissed on it in two seconds and then came up with that crappy dance movie garbage. Yeah. Damn. Oh yeah. Any anything oh. with dancing and singing and karaoke just doesn't work. Spider Man Three. So, oh, Spider Man wow. Three. All, all of Flash last season. <laughs> I'm sorry. All of all Supergirl. Of when karaoke. All of Supergirl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that stuff is terrible. But seeing Toby Maguire pelvic thrusting outside of a uh, men's warehouse, sliding <laughs> across the jazz floor. I was like, I was done with that movie at that point. Oh my God. I, I was <laughs> that was done. the longest the bar scene. I was like, is this Dick Tracy or is this? What am I watching? <laughs> the mask. I'm watching the mask. Okay. I got up and walked out, man. I, I wanted to, but I remember how much I paid for that ticket. And I was like, damn, it's a night yeah. one too. Sitting in here to the end. Here to the end. Yeah, man, I, it all, it's all the same how it goes in the toilet at the end, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you, at the end of anything, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, man. I, you know, you can think about a relationship. In the, in the, in the beginning of the relationship, that was, that was, you, you called your girl every day, you, oh, you yeah. had to talk to her. You at the end up. of the relationship, man, you, you can't stand this, bro. You hope you never... And that person went become from the most important thing in your life to the to damn near the least important thing. And uh, that's how it is with some of these movies. They, they, they start out strong, and you're loving them, and the relationship is good. And then by the time that third or fourth movie comes out, you're like, what the hell is this? What? <laughs> what do you want from me? Like The Walking Dead. I remember when The Walking Dead came out, man. That thing was, oh, I love me The Walking Dead. It was like, now, like wow, this is oh, great. Dude, it was the beginning of the relationship. Yeah. It was you hang up, no, you hang up first. All right, I hang up. Right, man. you know that. <laughs> now we at right. that stage where you see the phone number in your, you see the number in your phone, and you get annoyed. I thought I put you on block. I thought, what happened? What about? What am I doing? By like, damn. Right. <laughs> You are upset. You get a little annoyed before you pick the phone up. What? <laughs> what? What? Just trying to watch the game. Just trying to watch the game. 
Tanisha saw you, said she saw you at the store with Rebecca. Like, yo, I don't even go with you anymore. Who cares? <laughs> Bye, really, Spider Man 3. That was the, literally the last act of Spider Man 3. I'm like, I don't even care about these people no more. They just destroyed. Exactly. Dumpster fire. It wasn't even a dumpster fire. It's that sewage that comes out when your septic tank is just full. That's, that's, what, that's what Spidey 3 was. I'm not saying right. war was that bad, but war was pretty bad. Can I could I pay a hundred dollars to sit through Spider Man three? Yes, you can. Yeah, I'll take I'll take that hundred dollars and return to you uh All Star Superman. You know what? I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I can't throw up any more emojis on the phone. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, War, All-Star Superman should be, you know, right under that. What? Come on. Yeah, now you're just trolling. At this point, you're just trolling. There is no way you can no. compare that. Like, no. You know, like, you, okay, you're saying any, like, those stupid Batman ones better what? than War. <laughs> yes, Son of Batman and the Quarter Owls. Oh, I'm Son of Batman. Like, Batman and Robin was complete garbage. Like, like <laughs> David oh, was Oh, my God, they were not garbage. The hold fight on, hold scene on, hold alone. On, hold on a second. Gunner. Hold on, hold on. Let me defend Jace real quick, man. Because you obviously aren't aware that you're talking to a dude who wears a cute shirt. So, when you wear cute, that gives you a certain amount of leeway. Uh, but a listener, that goes back to a birthday party where Jace was wearing a cute shirt. At his birthday party, <laughs> and Lottie just kept going in on him about this shirt. <laughs> you, you know, wait a minute, a what shirt? Lucky Jeff doesn't. He has the new one. Turn Where are the photos? <laughs> the photos. Where they basically just mute people, just turn you off, and they don't talk. Like, ah, oh, we're done hearing you. <laughs> you know what? What kind of gives you certain immunity? Wait, what kind you of know? shirt I missed that? It's a nice shirt. Cute. It's a, it's a so the color mauve. You know the color mauve is like dark mauve. Oh, oh, wow. All right. Yeah. All right, Jace. You know what I mean? It was shiny. It was like that Mace video you were watching earlier. It's shiny. It's true. You know what I mean? I still like so, it. So, yeah. At least you have I mean, no, it's a fantastic shirt. All right, fellas. Well, that was good. Always fun. Getting together with you guys and doing this bad boy. Hopefully we'll get some exciting news from Comic-Con that we can break down and, and ridicule, rip, rant, and praise next week. That's it for this one. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.